Welcome to the Quantum Leap Your Business in Life podcast. My name is Bethany London, and I am an energetic VC supporting CEOs and entrepreneurs in multiplying revenues and opportunities of their business through intuitive guidance and energetic healing. I am obsessed with finding and releasing blocks so that you can start receiving the guidance and opportunities that will be bringing you quantum leaps with ease. If you are looking to upgrade your business, life, spirituality, or need a perspective shift to flow, you've come to the right place. Leave it to me to pull out the juicy stories, quantum leap hacks, and how our inspiring guests have tackled obstacles and gotten into the flow to reach new heights of success. My intention is to bring clarity and massive awareness that infinite possibilities are everywhere. Your next moment could be a miraculous one. Thank you for being on this journey with me. Let's uncover their strategies, have fun, and see how we can quantum leap together. So excited. We have Heather Bryant here with us today, and we are going to be going over corporations, working in the business world. She is one of our corporate healers with the London Heights platform. And honestly, she is an old friend from like a decade ago. And she randomly reached out. She's like, Bethany, we need to collaborate. And I'm like, what? about what? Because <laughs> I'm like this healer and I didn't know her as a healer. So we're going to dive into it all and i um, really excited to share her journey and the magic that we're creating and why she's insanely powerful. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so I don't, yeah. Was it a decade ago? I don't know. It was so long ago. Over that. It's one, one, one on one, one, one right now. Woo-hoo. So divine. So divine. Okay. So when I knew Heather, she was always working. She was very stressed out about her job. Mm. And I believe she was kind of working up the level. She was, yeah. Do you want to tell us more about that? Sure. Yeah. I was at a fortune 100 bank for over 15 years. And um, I had many jobs during that time, but the majority of my career was, I mean, really most of those, most of those years was um, I was recruited to take over territories, markets, teams that were quote unquote, not performing, right? From a sales perspective, from a revenue perspective. And um, I would go in there and use what I know now as my channeling to help change the teams um, through putting people first. So I did that um, by redesigning processes, um, looking at you know, the people are, are people in the right positions, et cetera, and, and moving things around. Um, and through that success, would continue to be recruited to take over new teams. And in the last part of my career, I was brought over to, um, I was an executive vice president, and I took over um, a really a large territory that was ranked in the bottom, like usual. That was my forte that was ranked in the bottom of the company and um, started moving them up and um, did that through, like I said, uh, now that I know is my channeling, but there was, it was a lot of, um, a lot of, uh, there, there was, a, we were being asked to do a lot of things that took up a lot of time, but that weren't moving the dial. So I was doing all of the processes that I, that we were being asked to do, but then also working my magic on the side to move things up 
And I kept telling myself, I kept getting this like thought, you're meant to be a consultant outside of this company. You're meant to like change and help companies change from the inside using this magic. And so the universe divinely orchestrated that to happen. And I left my corporate job about just a little over three years ago. And then my life completely took a turn into an area that I never even believed in or thought was thought was possible. So it's pretty awesome. Yeah. She's been making an impact with minorities, right? Is that what you left and you started doing? Well, I, I left the company because I was seeing how, um, the inequality with women and minorities in the company. But, uh, and then I left and I was making, I was helping minorities um, really have a voice, but what I was guided to um, within their companies, right. Helping them, um, helping them find their power and speak up um, based on my experience and, and what I, what I saw. So providing that insight to them. But when I left, um, over the last couple of years, my mission and purpose has like come in pretty, pretty rampant and and I'm here to help businesses um, stay healthy and grow um, and really, uh, I guess, um, own a a bigger portion of the market or the niche that they're in um, because there's so many big boys playing, right? There's so many big companies out there. Um, I'm being called to, you know, which is working with you to um, help these companies grow and expand the way that they're meant to and align to their mission and purpose. And I do that by pulling in um, what I learned in my in my corporate job um, it, and my desire to create equality and unity, um, which came from my experiencing uh, my experiencing uh, my experience helping women and minorities in corporate. So bringing all that I've learned into this new area now where I'm uh, channeling um, on top let's, of- Let's dive into your channeling that. story the first night because that was so fun. She was telling me how she she kept, she was going to go, that you were watching a movie or you're about to watch a movie and you're going to go grab a glass of wine? Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, it started about six months before, about three or four months before I left corporate. I was just beat down and I, because I was funneling all my energy into trying to help this massive, massive, huge, huge bank, like get, you know, to raise and get healthy and create unity and and create expansion. And I, one little person, it was just too much. And I, I remember um, saying, if there's anything out there that can hear me, because I didn't believe that there was, please help me. And immediately stuff started happening. And um, about, uh, I started seeing numbers all the time. I started seeing signs. I didn't know what they meant. And about uh, three months later, I left corporate. And three months after that, I came home um, from being out and I walked in the house and got ready to start making dinner. And I went to go pour a glass of wine and this voice that I've I've never experienced this before. It was all encompassing. It was everywhere. This voice said, don't drink tonight. And I was like, that's okay. But it it was weird, but not weird. It was kind of like, it was unexpected, but I wasn't super surprised that it happened. You trusted it. Yeah, I trusted this voice. So I start making dinner. About an hour later, I I turn around to get something and I see the bottle of wine and I think, oh yeah, a glass of wine would be nice making dinner. And the voice again said, don't drink tonight. So bizarre. So I went to bed and about 1130 at night, I'm wide awake. I have insomnia and I'm laying there in bed and all of a sudden these two light beings came and they visited me. And they spoke to me for three and a half hours. And 
after about 20, 30 minutes, just information just coming in rapid fire. And I just got out my, my phone. I started making notes and I have pages of notes from that night. Um, but they shared with me many things. One of them was a feeling I was enveloped by this all encompassing feeling of unconditional love. I, I can't even explain it. It was like, that was all that existed was this feeling of love, this feeling of joy. Oh, and so I, had this, like, I had this like remembrance of, oh, that's, that's what's real. That's really what, the, that's, that's really what was real. It was this weird remembrance, right? And um, they, my, uh, these, these light beings, I call them my angels, shared many things. And one of them was, um, that the, the reasons for what I, what I had been experiencing was for a bigger purpose and a bigger mission. Pretty and here wild. we are. And then they kept we guiding are. you. Well, yeah. So they kept guiding me. They actually, yeah, they, 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 they had some insight on um, some specific steps to take, but uh, in, in a corporate setting, but really the beauty is that that's when I started receiving these psychic downloads. Um, soon after I started receiving these psychic downloads, that's the only way I can explain it. I'd be out in public and all of a sudden I would look at someone and everything kind of went dark except for the person was kind of highlighted and I would get this download of information about them and I'm I'm a gregarious person I taught sales for most of my career so I would go right up to the person I would say this is what happened and every time they would say how did you know that like how do you know this about me that nobody no not even this person I'm here with knows right and that progress you were going up to strangers mm -hmm. doing this Oh yes, God. I was getting these. I was getting these downloads of information about you, like it, what. Give us an example. <laughs> okay, so the very first time. Oh, I'm getting a whole bunch of memories of this. So the very first time it happened, um, there was this guy in the restaurant that I was in. I looked over, and there was a guy here with um uh, with his friend, and I got this download that just like quick snapshot that he had been experiencing some trauma, and that um. It was for purpose and that he's receiving signs and they showed me um, like those orange cones that you put in the road to direct traffic that he was receiving signs and they showed me like the, these cones to direct his path to a certain uh, different area. So I went up to him and I said, hey, I just got, I, I was sitting over there. Hi, my name's Heather. You can tell me to leave if you want to, but I got this download of information. Um, have you been experiencing? And I shared with him what I was, what I got. He said, oh my gosh, the last six months, that's exactly what I've been going through. Um, and then I said, well, have you been getting signs, you know, to direct you to go a different direction? He said, yes. And now you're confirming for me that they're, that that's what they are. I said, well, I'm here to confirm for you. And this, and I didn't realize, but I was channeling in that moment too. I said, I'm here to confirm for you that they're, that they are signs for you. They're directing you to a, to your higher path. Um, and so that started happening quite a bit. And then, um, and he said, he said, well, thank you so much. Uh, thank you for coming over and sharing that with me. And um, you've given me hope is what he said. He said, you've given Aww. me hope. And I was like, yes. And then I thought this kept happening. And I, and then I started channeling meaning I started working individually with people and channeling for them direction in their business, um, uh, you know, direction in relationships, uh, um, partnerships, children. And what I was finding was that this gift I've been given is right now it's been primarily used to help people build strong businesses. All these clients are coming to me. I'm not, you know, word of mouth. Uh, people have been referring me out 
And I get a lot of clients that come in and want help growing their business. And also they want help understanding the reasons for the trauma in their life or the experiences that they've had. And I channel the Akashic Records, which I've learned, I learned, I didn't know at first what was happening, but yeah. Can you explain what that is for the audience? Cause yeah. They're like, so what? <laughs> the Akashic, the, my understanding, you know, in, in 10 years, maybe I'll have a greater expanded knowledge on this, but my understanding based on what my guides have brought me about this, which is helping me understand what's happening, what I'm channeling is that I'm channeling for one, the Akashic records and the Akashic records is in my words, basically a record, like a library, um, a record house, a library information, um, system that holds all the information of everything past present and future and it holds the future potential timelines of things based on free will choices so if somebody wants to know why they've had such a hard experience with their parents or why they are experiencing um, a hard time in their in their job or the career or their business I, I, I channel and I use my guides. I have a group of a uh, team that, that I work with in the cosmos that channels in and helps me pull in the information that provides the answers to clients to help them understand the reasons behind the experiences that they're having or the reasons behind the relationships that they have. And what I learned is that we co-create our life path including the people we meet, the experiences we have, the relationships we get into, the, the specific relationships we have with parents, children, friends, bosses. We co-create this life based on what we want to learn, how we want to evolve, the, um, balancing out multiple, you know, other lifetimes. Everything in the universe is balanced. There's polarity and duality everywhere. That's what this is all about. And so we, we go into contract, we quit, create what's called soul contracts with people and experiences to learn those lessons and to help them learn their lessons. So I just did a, a live, a 10 minute live today on Instagram about this, that when we choose our parents, for instance, it's to help us learn specific lessons and help them learn lessons and create balance over lifetimes. And when you think about your biggest triggers or the things that have wounded you the most in your life, it usually stems from childhood, but they're repeating themes that you've had throughout your life. And, and the people that are closest to you or that you've spent the most time with are the ones that are triggering those things. And behind the scenes, it's because they agreed to help you learn that lesson in that lifetime, which could be um, self-worth, self-love, patience, um, it could be yeah. stepping into your power, finding your voice, whatever it is, the people that we've chosen to be closest to us in our lifetimes have agreed to do that to help us with our biggest lessons. Yeah. So what I often share with clients is <clears throat> you're this little soul or huge soul, infinite up and you're, you're ready to come into earth and you're like, okay, I'm going to, I want to go learn forgiveness. I want to learn, you know, all the examples that you shared and then God or the universe, what, however you want to believe is like, okay, perfect. You're going in now. This is it. This is what you're going to go through. So here, the thing is, is why I love healing so much. Um, cause I, I, you're such a channeler of, of like strategy and path and all that. And not that I don't get that as well, but I'm all about the healing because I know that if we don't heal, 
what's happening, then the next day or the next day, the next life, we're going to go through the same thing again until we do learn the lesson. True. So if, if you're struggling with something and it's a consistent cycle thing that keeps popping up for you, like let's figure it out now. Yeah. <laughs> let's get to the bottom of it for you. Yeah. Yeah. It's so powerful. And, and, you know, um, you've been given that gift and I've been given this gift and healers have come here. Um, we've been healers in past lifetimes. And we said, we're bringing these gifts to this lifetime to help, um, in our little niche, right. Help create healing because really the, one of the ultimate goals in this lifetime is continuing to be in every lifetime is continuing to evolve and get closer to source, which is love, which, you know, the ascended masters, you know, did, but it's, it's a process that happens over many lifetimes. And this is the example, one of the examples that my guides use with me a lot. It's like a play. If you were, if you were cast in your first play and you compared that to the hundredth play that you were in, you would have evolved so much over that time. So we're characters in a play, which is our life. And we evolve over many lifetimes and we learn and grow through experiences and we learn and grow through trauma and pain sometimes. Um, and it's how we look at it that creates the degree of inner mind, the trauma or the pain, right? So when we look at things as, all right, I'm, I've been triggered a lot in my life um, it, it, with the feeling of, I don't feel worthy, right? I don't feel worthy. Um, I have a hard time using my voice. Okay, what does that mean? Where's that coming from? And when we can dive down and find out that there's a lesson here and we can learn that le lesson, we collapse time. We don't have to learn it again in another lifetime. And yeah. we, we move up and we evolve and we get closer to love, which is the goal. Enjoy. Enjoy. Every time I go to the Akashic records, they go, they get really excited. They're like, joy, find the joy. <laughs> like that is the purpose. And then for other clients, I'm like, what's the purpose? Joy. It, to me, it's always joy. And on the um, scale of consciousness, if you look it up by David R. Hawkins, Joy is actually higher than the frequency of love, which is fascinating mm. to me, <laughs> but I can understand because yep. it's just like that extra sparkle. Yeah. I um, okay. What? I, I would even say bliss, you know, the feeling of bliss yeah. is, is yeah. the feeling that I was given when the two light beings came to me is this feeling of bliss is, I guess, a better way mm. to explain it. That's the goal, right? That is the goal. Amazing. And I would say so many people that I know, especially if we talk about relationships are very, um, they feel stuck and their way of seeing relationships. And I think this is also because we're, well, Susan and I are doing that course right now on relationships. It's like people want change in their relationship, but they are more comfortable because this is all they're familiar with is complaining about what's happening versus creating the change and like what we were saying about the lessons that we're here to learn realizing that that's what's happening oh this is one of my lessons like if you can just even remove yourself and frame your mind about like oh this is one of the lessons I'm supposed to learn then it like shifts the energy it's not as heavy right and um you can create magic but it's also relationships in general mm -hmm. I would say Relationships uh, with people are one of the most uh, potent ways to learn lessons. <laughs> and it can be very hard. They're very, it can be very hard, but, but, you know, once you start learning to your point, what we, we, we discussed this quite a bit, once, once 
once we've learned to look for what's the lesson here, what is this teaching me instead of why you keep doing this to me, instead of projecting onto someone else that it's their fault, you're feeling a certain way. And instead say, why do I keep feeling this way? Where's this coming from? How is this person helping me to, to find this original trigger? Um, that's the, that's the game changer, right? When you say, okay, what's the lesson here? It's it totally paradigm shift. It totally shifts everything. Yeah. I have, I have clients that tell me that after channeling the reasons behind the relationships that they've had with partners, ex-partners, parents, et cetera, it created the space for understanding, which led to forgiveness, which led to massive expansion, right? Like forgiveness and gratitude are big keys in evolving to bliss or joy. And I want to dive into that for a second, because what I think was huge that the aha that I got from you with, you know, our friend is that it's like, I'm all about like, what's your lesson to learn, but realizing that the person that you're with also has a lesson. And I know you said that I just really want to spell it out. Like they're also here to learn a lesson. So when you can become aware of your lessons to learn and theirs, Mm -hmm. it's a game changer, Mm -hmm. game changer. And this goes for work. It goes for like, if you are listening here and you are hiring employee after employee after employee, and you're like, they just don't get it. They, they don't have the passion that I want, or they're flaky, like whatever type of employee you're hiring, just note, like, like that is also similar to what we're saying in relationships. Exactly. Exactly. Totally. I, um, I, I mean, I could go on for hours about that. So I'll just, I'll just let you go ahead and guide, <laughs> but oh, absolutely. Right. I mean, I guess what I will say is that if you are, if from a business perspective, if you are identifying certain patterns, whether you or your directors or your, or your, um, you know, executives or your managers or whatever, keep, if the same type of people keep getting hired or um, even having the same types of um, challenges, what I saw in the um, banking world, and this goes across all corporations, and this is what my guys show me. This is kind of part of the magic of, of being a corporate healer. Thankfully, I have this gift now, um, is that the, the old way is to try and put people into the box that you think is the best way, right? So if, if you're realized, if you're recognizing patterns in your business that you're frustrated with, it's stop and say, is this really everyone else? Or is there something this is trying to tell me, right? Do I need, um, do I need to change the processes? Do I need to become more people centered? Do I, what, if there's something happening over and over and over, that is a huge flag that's telling you to say, stop and, and look, (laughs) I feel like there's a rap song in there. Stop, you know, not stop, drop and and listen. Yeah, there you go. I don't yeah. I don't really think there's something in there, but that's what it's telling you, right? When and that's whether it's relationships with family, parents, partners, or whatever, or or um the patterns you're seeing in business, when things are happening over and over and over, that's your clue that there's something that you need to look at that needs to be healed for you to look at, not that everyone else needs to fix so that you can put it into a box that you feel like everything needs to fit into. That's where the that's that's the thing that needs to looked at, be looked at. Yeah. And I want to share really quickly because I'm seeing your hands flaring in the air. And for everyone that's not watching this on YouTube, but they're listening, um, often when, when 
Heather and I are collaborating for the, the London Heights business. Her Zoom will do like the hand raise on her end and I won't even see it. So that happens all the time. They're like, they're telling me, they're telling me, yes, this is a big thing that's coming through. Or sometimes also I will get the hand raise and I didn't do it and she didn't do it. And it is just total affirmation that we are not alone. We're not, you know, just making this stuff up. It's divinely being channeled and showing up in the physical. Cause sometimes, you know, people just, they need to see it to believe it everywhere. We need to see it to believe it release, but yeah. Well, my guides tell me that they use technology a lot. In fact, they've, they've shared recently. They're really funny. Uh, and they, they're like, we're so happy that we're like in this level of technology, this, this age of technology, because it's easy for them to like work with because everything's yeah. energy and they're like, it's easy to work with. But I don't know if you noticed, but the little hand on my computer was going up during that little section of conversation of um, businesses, owners, CEOs, right? People and people in charge. It was going up a ton um, around the message. See, I of, felt it. I was feeling it. I didn't see it and you didn't spell it out like yeah. you normally do, but I was feeling it. So and what, like, they're, <laughs> what they're doing for the audience, what's happening is there's this little hand that, you know, when you're on Zoom, you can push to raise your hand. Sometimes they'll use that one. Or sometimes I don't even know what, where this is coming from. This little circle hand starts popping up under my head, under my face as I'm talking. And they were, they meaning my guides, when I'm making a point that I'm channeling in from them, that they really want to be known and that, that there's emphasis, you know, there's emphasis around it. They'll start raising the hand up. So that's what was happening during that section. So apparently that was a, that was a good big one. one. So good. So love it. So fun. Um, okay. So I want to dive in quickly because obviously for everyone listening, she has, she raised the lowest levels of sales to performance <laughs> and now she's channeling. So you combine those together, <laughs> the guidance, the intuition, and seriously, yeah. magic, 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 magic. So you have been talking about a house, um, the description of a house and rebuilding the house. Let's dive into that. Okay. Because I love the metaphor. All right. So since we have limited time and we don't, you know, we're not in a whole full weekend retreat for me to riff on this because I can't for <laughs> hours and days. Yeah. Don't do it. Yeah. So if you imagine, if you imagine, if you purchase this beautiful property, right. And there's a, 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 the perfect place for the house you want to build, but there's already a house there. That's kind of, uh, it's not livable. It's not livable. And you can either do a lot of patching and, and it could maybe last a little bit. Um, but, or, or maybe you can, you can do some big remodeling, but, but the point is that it needs to come down or it needs massive, um, remodeling to get it livable, to get it healthy, right? So that you can, you can start a family, grow your family, pass it down into the generations. And, and the point is that it needs to be altered or changed or taken down for the new one to be built for the new stable house, you know, not 1800 house that, that needs massive work. And that's, that's what my guides kind of reference when they, when that we're talking about, or um, when I'm talking to, to um, business owners, about the business is that there's a lot of old structures um, within corporations, kind of the, kind of the mindset around running businesses that have been passed down for hundreds of years that aren't serving anymore. It's not, it's it's become 
kind of um, a thorn in our side. It's you're putting in more work than you need to to keep things upright because stuff has to be dismantled maybe within your business in order for the for the for the healthy pieces to be built. Um, so when I think of real estate, because I also have like when I'm taking clients into a home and it's been remodeled, but it's like a crap job. Like you feel you're like this this looks amazing in the pictures but then you show up and you're like no this is not the house it was cheaply done there's pro there could for all we know there could be mold in the walls there might be a funky smell there's just all sorts of things it's like just the the lipstick you know or the makeup on the house versus the root and yeah yeah you could put a lipstick on a pig but it's still a pig <laughs> um <laughs> but true right and so using that metaphor um that, that we that we're talking about right now it's like you can keep patching things but eventually what you're what you're ignoring or what you're hiding or what you're not um taking down to build the the right you know maybe there's walls like you said that have black mold behind them but we patched them right eventually mm -hmm. that's going to eventually that's going to start impacting you mm -hmm. and i see that a lot of impacting uh, everyone, everyone everyone in the home everyone, everyone that shows up to the home yeah yeah. And the home itself, you know, the home doesn't want to do that. The home doesn't want to home that, you know, everything's energy. Um, so when we were talking about, you know, corporate, um, business ownership and, and healing to create expansion and growth, sometimes that's what, you know, is shown is there's pieces of the business or there's pieces of the company or sections or even sometimes people that aren't serving the um, heart and the mission of the company, which is creating the discord, right? Which is creating this ripple effect of, um, which creates eventually in a lot of people's minds, okay, everything, it's everything else, you know, it's, we just got, we had to hire more people. Let's patch that. Let's patch that when we really need to find where is it coming from, right? Where is this actually, where is the, um, where is the healing needed and address it appropriately, address it full on instead of just trying to patch the things, right? Um, yeah. That we think might, you know, sustain us a little bit longer, but that only sustains you for a little bit. And you're right, you're going to go right back to having the same problems that you had originally when you don't truly get to the center of where this is coming from. Yeah. So if you're the CEO or the business owner of your company and you're like, this department over here has an issue. Go fix it. No, <laughs> it starts from the top. Right. Starts at the top. Can I give Can an we... example? Yeah. So, uh, one of my clients, a multi-million dollar business owner, he, um, was struggling with profitability with revenue. And when I went in and looked at the business, it's very clear to me. Right. But it's up, but it's then how, how can I teach, um, teach the business owner what needs to be done. But I was able to, I, I immediately saw through channeling really what, what, what the, um, one, some of the issues were. And one of the big issues was they were focused on, um, money. They're focused on more revenue, growing, growing, growing to the detriment of the, the business owner and everyone that was working with him. Right. And so what we did with him specifically is we, Put the, started putting the focus into the people. Let's work on. Um, we identified, uh, you know, each each associate's 
um, drive? What's drive? What, why do they come to work every day? What is, you know, what are they saving for? What is the purpose of them going to work every day? And we started funneling the, the attention into, because the people were being neglected and their clients weren't giving them good, you know, high scores or high, um, you know, good feedback, feedback you know? Mm-hmm. So we, 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 um, this was a simple one, but we moved the focus from, you know, bringing in more revenue, more clients to let's focus on our people. And we focus on the people within six months, they um, increased their performance by like 300% in revenue because the, because the focus was on the people, the people felt more bought into the business. We started helping them understand the mission and the purpose of the business owner. He learned how to speak differently to his people. He learned how to empower his people. So instead of, instead of, basically saying, all right, your goal is to bring in this many clients and this much revenue. He started saying, what's your personal goal? What's important to you? And then here's, here's the mission and purpose in the heart of my business. And it became a partnership, right? They, they got more buy-in. They were able to, like I said, increase their uh, revenue by 300%. And their associates, uh, they retained all of their top associates. People started um, leaving other companies to come work for this one. And mm. their clients, their clients' um, uh, reviews and feedback skyrocketed and they started getting more return clients and more referrals within six months because we just shifted the focus right yeah that's where the beauty of the work comes in so like anybody could hire an executive coach to come in or a peak performance coach to come in and kind of like analyze all the processes but when you have someone that can do that and is intuitive it's it's it just saves so much time and also I think of like R&D starting new projects, mm-hmm. like, should we invest millions and millions of dollars over here and go down this path just to try it out? Like, let's, let's just tune into it intuitively and see what we get. Right. And that's what happens, right? It's um, whether it's, should we invest this money? Where should we invest this money? Or who would be the best people to hire to lead our teams? I, I will literally tune in and I'll be able to see okay, this is the person you need to hire. And that might not be somebody that maybe, maybe they didn't um, check all the boxes, the corporate boxes in an interview, but I can see through channeling what it is, the magic that they're bringing. And a lot of times I find that when we're talking about hiring the right people to run your company, um, it's about the interviewer, right? Are you asking the right questions? Are you are you thinking about revenue when you're when you're bringing this person? Are you thinking about like a partnership and bringing in someone that's going to help your company grow? And usually that's not what's happening. Yeah. So by channeling in, you know, and identifying through through you know this intuitive channel guidance, who's going to be the best fit to help this company grow, which matches the mission and purpose in the heart of the business. It, it's a game changer. It could cut down on years of heartache. You know, once you get someone in and all the money that you're, that you're investing in hiring those people, especially your directors and your, your you know, your, um, yeah. the directors. Of, 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 I'm like, of, should we try something real time real quick? Yeah. Sure. So I, we just hired somebody, um, and amazing. I am intuitive as well. So I felt in it. She feels amazing. And now all of a sudden it's like, storm, which I'm in LA. I didn't have even cell phone service for two hours last week, which was crazy. Uh, I didn't have power for all day. So I know that that's happening around, but there is something happening. And I feel like it's a health thing that's taking priority. Um, and I'm 
feeling into whether I continue to put in energy to make this partnership work or, mm-hmm. you know, move on to somebody new. Well, can you just tell me a little bit more about what do you mean there's storm? So like, since you've hired this person, there's been weather stuff that's been happening and like lots of chaos around. And then it was the holidays and whatnot, but still to me, if you say you're going to be there and you say you can work at this time or like show up to these meetings, then I would expect you to be there and not Hmm. cancel within like hours of the meetings. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I don't know if I need to give you her name. I prefer not to. No, you don't, you don't need to. Um, but, um, I mean, names so just for people to understand, right, names or pictures, recent pictures of people's eyes, that like um, collapses time for me in creating that channel to get that information. Otherwise, it, it just takes a little bit longer to connect, uh, like a minute or two. But um, so these, this is not going to do the full thing justice. Obviously, we need more than a couple minutes to talk about this. But what I can tell you right away is that um, it feels more at this point that you hired this person to help with lessons in this person's life more than this person was bringing a benefit to the business. Does that make sense? So, yeah. So everything's always divinely orchestrated and there's multi-layers for everything. There's at least two sides to every, everything that's going on and it ripples out into the collective. And, um, so this is what's coming in is, uh, two, twofold, um, this was to help this person. I'll start with you. For you, it's about, um, how do I say this? Uh, hold on, I'm just gonna get the right words here. Learning to trust um, intuition about when it's time to let go, learning when it's time to release, which I, which could be happening in other areas of your life, right? So there is something around here um, that you might tend to, what it feels like is that you might tend to prolong something because you see the good in the person, right? You see the potential, but but it's not, (laughs) but at this time, it's not what's best for the business. Maybe in six months or a year, it might be, Mm. but, but right now it's not best for the business. So there's two, there's a twofold lesson here which is you being quick um, to identify that it's not a good fit. I mean, you're giving, you've given this person, you've given opportunity to see if this is a, a one-off or if this mm-hmm. is a behavior thing. It's a behavior thing um, and it's a maturity thing and your level of business and what you're here to do um, with your business is so high level and it's so important that you need someone to completely rely on that you can, that you know, it's going to show up because because your magic is your magic and the stuff that this person was hired to do is important that they show up and own it. Right. And so for you, you're seeing, you're being, you're going through this experience to be able to make decisions faster about growing your business with, um, strong support structures, which is the people that will help you reach more and do more right for others, which is the whole point of this. Um, but at the same time, the decisions that you will be making will be teaching this person a, a very valuable lesson if they choose to learn it. So it's a twofold thing that's happening. Does that answer your question about what to do? Uh, yeah. Yes. Yes. It also makes me sad. Um, but yes. So 
But just remember, like we've already talked about, everything that's happening in our life is happening for us, right? It's happening yep. for that person too. And if if you prolong the relationship and the, the business relationship with this person six months, a year, two years, how are they going to learn the lesson they're supposed to learn? Yes. They're not. For sure. Right? For so sure. don't feel I bad. I just get to possibly retrain somebody, which is a lot of effort. But you're As anyone knows. Quicker, you're, but the thing is, the next time around, you're, yes. And yes, everybody knows this, right? And this is why hiring is so important and putting people in the right positions is so important. I could talk about that too for days, but you're learning through this experience and others um, how, what questions to ask, what questions not to ask in interviews, where the importance really lies, right? You're going to ask different questions now of the next person. So the universe is bringing you opportunities to, to really hone in quickly on your, um, your process to get the right people in quick, quickly, right? This is all for your growth and expansion too. Yay. Thank you, universe. <laughs> and that is how it's done folks. <laughs> um, okay. So yeah, we we're going long on this one, but as I'm sure everyone's just riveted in their seats, listening so good. Now you've obviously quantum leaped. This show is all about quantum leaping. You quantum leaped. You took a leap from corporate to being on your own consulting, corporate healing, business healing, what would you say your three keys to quantum leaping are? Okay, hold on. Let me just feel this. Um, I don't want to just like throw things, three things out there. So hold on, because there's a lot and I just want to channel on the top three things. Yeah. Uh, really, really, okay. I, I would say really, really, learning how to be in tune with your intuition, meaning your higher self, which helps direct you onto your highest path. Right. And, um, that isn't just, I mean, that stuff that those terms are thrown around all the time. And so we start to like, not hear it anymore, starts to become numb to it, but I can't tell you how important it is to, to really learn how to hear that voice, which is how I, this is what I do, right? I channel and help people confirm if they're hearing the voice or not and, and, and um, shut out the external circumstances, what, what your competitors are doing, what social media is saying, what the news is saying, shut that out, learn to get into your, because your higher self is directing you to your highest path. So yeah. that's going to quantum leap you and collapse time, right? Number one is learn how to tune into your intuition, which takes time. It's not just through meditation. It takes time and practice. Um, and having a good mentor, a good guide, like that's what we do, right? Like having someone there to help you with that is so important. Um, and then number two, patience, I would, I would say, um, yeah. quantum leaping doesn't necessarily mean it happens overnight or even in a month or six months. It's, um, like, okay. I just asked my guide for my guys, for an example, they're saying the, um, the, the, the story of the rabbit in the hair, um, the, the turtle in the hair, right? Mm. And they're, they're in the race. Quantum leaping sometimes means it, um, it doesn't necessarily mean you're collapsing into a six month time frame. It means for maximum expansion, maximum growth, sometimes you have to take a different road, which might feel slow at first, but you're going to quantum leap your. Um, your potential versus moving fast and not making the changes you're supposed to make. And they're just staying, staying on the same level. And you're going to have a lot of hardship come in and a lot of things that are rough and tough versus 
having patience and allowing it to unfold through listening and trust that's coming up. And the the third thing was going to be trust. That was going to be the third one. Yeah. Trust. If you're getting a yes, like if we're going to talk about, you know, um, hiring corporate healer, especially those with, with corporate background, like actual six proven success combined with the channeling and the purpose, like my purpose is here to help corporations. That's my purpose, which I don't know if we're going to get into the whole reason why with that, but there's a huge mission and purpose with why when you trust and you're getting, and you're getting the sign to do something like, Uh, Maybe you've heard this podcast or maybe you've um, seen some of the posts and you say, oh, that's interesting. Trust that, trust that and tune out the external, um, uh, you know, guidance or things that you're seeing, which goes back to number one, which is trust your intuition. Uh, Trust and take that next step because you have no idea where it's going to lead you. All you can see maybe is the first step. You can't see for six months or a year down the road the what's going to happen once you take that first step that first well, step and with us you were like i keep getting gu- guidance i'm supposed to be working with businesses and i just figured to be down the road but then they kept saying you need to reach out to bethany you need to reach out to bethany mm-hmm. and i'm like oh yeah i have this whole corporate healing platform that's the wild thing, right? you uh, for years before i left corporate i was getting the call to become a consultant but i didn't know how so the universe mm-hmm. brought me the solution right i'm out of corporate now and then I was like, well, how does that look? And I got this hit last year. I, I saw you, you post something and something said, connect with her. And I was like, I haven't talked to Bethany in so long. Like, okay. I connected, shared with you this calling that I felt like I had. And you said, I have a corporate healing business. You're supposed to be working with me. And I was like, that's it. They, I didn't know why they told me to reach out to you. Right. I don't know why it brings tears to my eyes really, but, but that's the whole yeah. intuition the patience and the trust. And look at this, look like, you know, within the year where we're at now through trusting that intuition and where it's guided us. So good. So So good. good. Oh my goodness. I can't wait to hear about people's feedback on this episode. It is so amazing. (sighs) I just feel so tingly. Yay. Thank you so much. I love this. I, I could, I, I, this lights me up. This, this lights me up and, and sharing, sharing this insight with everybody. And I know, right. Um, yeah, we're all here to help each other. You know, we're all here to help you and we all have our own individual magic and you're yeah. not meant to do it alone. You're not meant to do it alone. And so if yes. you are, if your curiosity is peaked, that's because you're being guided to right. take the next steps. Yeah. One of my clients was like, you're like the, the wind beneath my wings. It was like, you're holding, you're like, you're like the one rooting for me as I play five, you know, T-ball or something. Cause at the, you know, you just need the extra love and support. Yeah. Why not That's what we're here get for. some intuitive we're here guidance for. along with it. Yeah. <laughs> so good. All right. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you loved what you heard, be sure to subscribe and let me know by leaving a review on iTunes. It fuels me to keep bringing you more guests. And if you aren't already following me on social media, check out at Bethany London and visit BethanyLondon.com for online programs and free healing opportunities or our corporate healing platform, LondonHeights.co. Don't hesitate to tag me and our guests with your favorite quotes for a reshare. I can't wait to connect with you in the next episode. And in the meantime, wishing you that quantum leap.
Hi, I'm Mark. And I'm Peter. We're the founders of Electrocast Media, bringing you great podcasts like Nightmare Road Stories, Tech Talk Revolution, and Bodacious Minds. Electrocast networks include Ruby for female empowerment, the best business network, and GPN for geopolitics. We built this company to create community and amplify diverse voices, and we really appreciate your support. So, keep listening to Electrocast Podcasts and hear the culture. Hey, it's Tim from 50 Years of Music with 50-Year-Old White Guys, the comedy podcast you had no idea you needed. Join Ben, Jeff, and me as we continue our musical road trip back through the years and around the globe. See, just when you thought all white guys were like Joe Rogan, you come across three educators trying to remember when we were cool. 50 Years of Music with 50-Year-Old White Guys. Electric Acid. Electric Acid.